We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Sean, so we're going to get into some of these college football games. Don't want to sound salty or petty here, but we're going to start with the game that we saw last night, Sunday Night Football. Yes. LSU was in action, Sean, and they they took on Florida State, which in theory you're like, okay, that's two of like the very premier programs college football historically, right? I mean, at least for, you know, better part of – well, the the last you know the the near future. Whoa, I mean, near whoa, 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 whoa! Uh oh! Did y'all really think you were going to get to talk about LSU, Florida State without me? Did y'all really think that I was going to sit on the sidelines for this one? We kind of thought since it was the show we were hosting in Miami, but lo and behold, here you are, fellas. Do you oh, mind? Do you mind if I if you guys can grant me this one little thing? Can I please join y'all to talk a little bit about LSU and Florida <laughs> State last night, please? please. Uh, of, of course you can, Brian. I, I think I, I agree with Ed three here, though. We should have had some intro music ready for this one, man. As you made your entrance into this, into this, I would have been the old but... DX stuff. Are you ready? Are you ready? Nice. <laughs> you know that would have definitely been my intro for this one, man. Let's All right. go, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's kick it off here. So, for people that didn't see the game. 24 to 23 was the final Florida state got the victory in this one. LSU scored a touchdown with no time left on the clock. They went for the uh, extra point, obviously went for one and field goal got blocked. So Brian Kelly's tenure gets off to a 0 and one start, uh, one start against Florida state. I feel like we can start this conversation in, in a lot of different ways here, Brian. So let's just kick off with some of your general thoughts and we'll take it from there. I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him about Polian. I tried to tell him about Kelly. I tried to talk about not being ready emotionally in big games. I tried to tell him about all of it. And they didn't want to listen. They didn't want they oh, you get all get all in their feelings about me saying they're they're a dumpster fire is their best players getting all salty and mad and getting into beast with the coach on the sidelines. I tried to tell him about look. Big games, you're not going to do. I mean, he could barely beat Notre Dame, beat Florida State last year with Notre Dame's players. What's he? He's going to beat them with a, with Florida State's. And I'm going to say something to y'all. 
I actually like that it ended the way that it did as opposed to Florida State just scoring and putting it away because it, it showed even more what Brian Kelly is all about as a coach, guys. It's just like, did you not just get like reminiscent of like 2014 Northwestern, you know, with like you're just inventing ways to lose. You fumble two punts, you know, and, and, and you, you have two kicks blocked. You know, Mr. I'm the head coach, you know, special teams runs through me. Gee, I'm glad this is my favorite best assistant, Brian Polian, coming with me. You know what I mean? Like, it just was so poetic. And then to just watch that blank stare on the sidelines as everything was going on, as he talks to no one the entire game, was just, uh, it was it was like, I just kept saying, like, I tried to tell y'all. I, I did it nicely. I tried to tell y'all. I, I, You know, I went on your shows after he was hired, and I tried to be nice about it and say, look, this is why I hammered this guy. And, fellas, last night was exactly what is a team they lost to a mediocre Florida State team. Florida State tried to try to give them that game. You're giving up pressures on three man pass rushes. Come on now, you get Keyshawn Boutte doesn't catch his first pass till the fourth quarter. A fourth quarter, Mister mm-hmm. Deve- you know, Mister. Oh, we got great receivers. Come on now, I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him, fellas, that this is who Brian Kelly is. And you know what? I kept thinking to myself afterwards. Get used to it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I almost choked on my drink. That was that was great. We had Cassidy Johnson, Brian, who said you can't blame Kelly in his first year. He has to mm-hmm. rebuild them like he sure. did it. No, oh. day, Brian. Hey, you know uh, what, Cassidy? Oh. I get it. I get I get the sentiment that LSU fan hand, fans have. I truly do, which is why I tried to warn them. I tried to warn you. Get used to making excuses for why you don't play well. It's going to be something. It's always something. And it's, it's, you know, look, I mean, it's always something. And look, you played Florida State, who hasn't had a winning record in how long? How many, how many years has this been since Florida State has had a winning record? Who did Mike Norvell replace? He replaced Willie Taggart, right? 
Yes. Did, did yes. Willie Taggart ever have a winning record at Florida State? Because Mike Norvell went year six three, and six, maybe. Right? Maybe six. So six, he yeah. went. He went. Let's see. They fired him in 2019. They ended up going six and seven that year. So mm-hmm. they didn't have a winning record in 2018. Let's see here. The last time they had a winning record was 2017, and they had a wonderful, masterful seven and six season under Jimbo Fisher. Okay, so that you lost in the Superdome in your backyard in a game where you got dominated the entire game. You can't tell me, well, we don't have good enough players. Did you watch those guys in this in the fourth quarter? Right? Where was that all game? That's what we've been saying for years. Right. So you can say all you want about got to rebuild and all this kind of stuff. I'm sorry. You lost in the Superdome. You had the whole offseason to prepare how to field a punt. Right. You had a whole offseason how to block a PAT. That's the most simplified thing in football. Block a PAT. Game on the line. You gave up a blocked PAT. I'm sorry. That's not rebuilding, folks. A lot of teams will put walk ons in those spots. Right, you you can't you can't handle a a, a punt, right? Mm-hmm. And the players look tight. They look tight early in the game. They look tight in big moments. And guess what? That's a Brian Kelly trademark. That yes. team was not mo- emotionally ready to play, and that's why they lost to an unranked Florida State team. And the fact that you got to try to justify Notre Dame losing to the number two team in the country on the road, and somehow equate that to losing to Florida State. In New in New Orleans, come on now. But as I'm saying, Sean, get used to it because this is not going to be the last time. This is going to be used as an excuse. Oh, we're going to have about two or three more examples during the season, especially Minimum. the conference. Oh boy, Minimum. Yeah. Three bullet points here. Mm-hmm. Slow start, like Brian pointed out. Get to the halftime interview. He blames his players. Where have we seen that before? Mm, 12 mm. years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Number think one, we, we can play worse. I don't know, though. This is my first year. Yeah. First game. Coached again by Mike Norvell two years in a row. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> point. Mike Norvell, who might not make it after the year either, but that's another um, conversation. Oh, Lord. They try to keep that game. Ryan Polian strikes again. Where have we seen that before? Hmm. Yep. Huh? Yep. Oh, quarterback actually plays better when he doesn't have to listen to the coaching and he just goes out and plays. Where have we seen that before? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, look, as much as you call IB, Brian Driscoll, myself at times, haters, sour grapes. You want to talk about him, then you know, winning his coach all time, and you wanted to ignore all the embarrassing losses in big games. This is who he is. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Yes, believe them. It yeah, doesn't matter if they that's have a good line. That's a good line, Sean. I'm going to steal that. It doesn't matter if they're, especially with you watching film, Ryan. When they yeah. show you who they are, believe them. I'm this guy, man. Talent, yep. When he has good talent, that's who he is. When he has better talent, that's who he is. If you gave yeah. him great talent, yeah, that would be who he is. 
That's Brian, I, Brian, I think I think you phrased it perfectly, right? Rebuilding, sure. It's not an incredibly talented roster, which is why they had to go to the transfer portal so much sure. this offseason, right? But you said it perfectly in the sense that, but it's the it's how the players were prepared right. for the game, right? It's how they were tight, how they weren't loose, how they seemed to shrink in the biggest moment of the games and how they got off to such a slow start in this football game. Like those are the things, man. Like that has nothing to do with talents or maturation. Right. That's a coaching problem. That's you can't handle problem. punts. Can't handle yeah. punt. And 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 you know, they had to go to the transfer portal. Who was the dude that dominated for Florida State's defense last night? Jared Verse. Where was he playing in 2000? He where in 2000? He's playing for Greg Gattuso in 2021. My former boss. <laughs> he, yep. Right. So so you they went to the they had to go to the transfer portal too. And again, you're talking about a team that's coming off of a losing season as well. This is a team. Well, let's put it this way: in the last two years, Jacksonville State has more wins over Florida State than LSU does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like this is this is the deal, right? This is the deal. And you can say, well, he's got to rebuild. Hey, guys, I remember a team in 2015 that was loaded with tons of first, second, and third-round draft picks. Matter of fact, I think the start, the starting offense that year, I see quarterback, running back, wide receiver, left tackle, left guard, center, right tackle, seven players on the starting offense alone that were first, second, or third-round picks, and they lost to Clemson by two. And what happened in that game? Shanked punt that set up a touchdown for Clemson. Sound familiar? M- fumbling a kick return. That sets up an opposing team score. Sound familiar? Big games, big moments, and and your team isn't going to be ready to play, especially on special teams. And that wasn't even Brian Poling in 2015. What was the common theme from that team to this team? It wasn't Brian Polian, who y'all know I'm not a fan of, and I think he's a very average coach at best. It was the common theme was Brian Kelly. Because one thing LSU fans we haven't been telling them about that we probably should have warned him a little bit more is this cat doesn't think special teams is all that important based on mm-hmm. how he structures his practices. And you saw evidence of that last night, right? And, Cost yeah. you a game. Brian, this is like the point blank to it. I was talking to someone about this and, and for everyone that, I mean, like I've been, I've only been in a breakdown since January full time. Right. But if you talk to anybody that's been around me for the last 12 years, I wasn't a Brian Kelly guy. I never really was. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they first hired him, I was like, oh, cool, give him a chance, whatever. You know, I will say this is not only are you going to have some of the shortcomings, he's also just not a likable person, right? No. Like, that's the point. No. Blank to it. It's not, it's not likable. Like, it, it, like it, I'll say it like this. If Brian Kelly did what he did and was also a likable person, you probably would feel a little bit different about him. It's still not sure. good enough because you're still not winning the big football games. But, like, he also couples that with, like, he's not a very – like, I don't want to say nice, right. but, like, he's not a likable guy, right? Like, I don't care if he's not. nice so, or not. Is a guy likable right. or not? There's a You don't have to be nice to be likable. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Nick Saban. You don't think he's overly likable, but I respect the heck out of him. You know, sure. I mean, it's whatever, whatever. I just don't. And this, but this is who we, we knew this is who they're going to be. Right. I mean, and they'll go probably beat up on Southern next week. Although I've had some people tell me, uh, it don't assume that they're just going to go smash Southern next week. I guess Southern's got a pretty good team this year. Southern, Southern you know? can always put points up on the board. Yeah. Who's nice, their head coach nice... now, Sean? Do you have any like idea? Southern, I'm not sure. They just, I heard they put up like coach. 84 on somebody last week, which yeah. is nuts. They, they have they have a pretty good defensive end too, Jordan Lewis. So they got a couple guys on that team, man. It's not too bad. I'm gonna look up and see who their coach is because I know yeah. uh, Hugh Jackson's a Grambling, right? They had a yeah, Dawson. Yeah, he's at Grambling. Odoms. Yep. Okay. 
No, no, that's okay. Norfolk State. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see your football coaches from Southern. Who the head coach is? Eric Dooley is the head football coach there. He's in the Sounds 20th familiar. year. So, yeah, he's been uh, there for tw- – so no, he's the there. 20th head football coach. Uh, so, he's a new hire. Let's see yeah. where he was. So, let's see here. Okay. So, he was, he's, he, was the, he was at Prairie View A&M from 18 to 21. He was the OC at Grambling State from 14 to 17. So, and it looks mm-hmm. like he played at Southern. So, all I know is they put up a mess of points this past weekend, fellas. 86 yes. to nothing. That's so crazy, rush man. rush for 398 yards, pass for 215 yards. That's a pretty good day's work. Gave up a grand total of 92 yards of offense. Who did they play? Goodness gracious. Uh, uh, Florida, Florida Memorial. Who the heck oh, is that? that's probably, is that a division two team? It's gotta be. A I think so. Team. Never heard of that team before. One thing I'll, Memorial. I'll definitely say traditionally, uh, as far as the HBCUs, Southern has always been known for their wide receivers and their quarterbacks. They've yeah. been known for the wide receivers and quarterbacks, and their linebackers were pretty good. You know who went to Southern? You remember Aeneas Williams, Hall of Famer? Yeah. yeah. He went to Southern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a good football player. Really so, good. Football. Yeah. I mean, great football player. Yeah. But yeah, now so but this is I mean, who Brian right. Kelly is, fellas. That's back to the yeah. whole point. This is who he is, right? He yep. is just that guy. Your teams will not be mentally ready to play. And if you couldn't get mentally ready to play this game, you're like, here's the thing like, you almost would have justified if it was against like some nobody, right. you know, and let's say you had some good team, this, you know, some oh, not really great team this week. You know, you're playing, I don't know, some team that's not good. And then you're looking ahead and you got Florida State next week. How are you not ready to play Florida State? I mean, just on name and reputation alone, fellas, how are you not ready to play that game? And it, but and, and, and how many times have we asked ourselves that very question? And that's my point. How many times have we said to ourselves, covering Brian Kelly for all these years, how are they not ready for that game? How could they right. possibly not ready for that game? And I have one simple response for the people who say Brian Kelly was the winningest coach at Notre Dame. He also lost more games than any coach in the history of Notre Dame. It's stop it's talking long- to me about longevity awards. Yeah, right? it's a longevity. Like, it's not. It's not excellence. It's longevity eighth, at that point. Eighth yeah. in winning percentage of coaches who stayed at least five years in Notre Dame. Eighth. Yeah. Ty yeah. Willingham has a better win percentage against top twenty-five teams than Brian Kelly does. I don't think I need to say anything else other than that. Well, I'll even do it like this, Brian, because like Frank Gore w- was a running back in the NFL for a long time, and he was a good football player to a very good football player through the course of his career. But, I mean, he's second all-time in leading rusher now in, in in NFL history. Is he the second best running back of all time? Absolutely not. It's a right. longevity thing, man. Like, right. it, it, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, for being right. honest. But, I mean, like you said, he has the most losses, and his winning percentage isn't overly impressive either. So, right. yeah. Agree. But Agreed. on a petty level, though, I mean, <laughs> I enjoyed that very, very much last night. Oh, oh absolutely. I did. I absolutely. did. And I got so annoyed. I was like, Florida State's going to choke this game away. And they try. Why are you running a toss on the. And Jordan Travis was hot on the yes, sideline. He, sure was. he was, was hot. Like, I might have just flat out checked out of that if I was him. I'm like, you know what? Forget that. We're not running that. He was hot. Why are you running a toss play at the one yard line? Travis had a nice game too, man. He had a nice yeah, game. He did hit a really good game. Yeah. Yeah. I think really shout out to we talked about this, Brian. Mike Denbrock had a pretty good second half. Once they fell behind, but see that Kelly, Kelly to- took the handcuffs off the offensive Thank coordinator. You. And Thank look what you. happened. 
And look what happened for that. Look how well Jaden Daniels played once yeah. the handcuffs were taken. And that's what he does, right? Like you, he'll give you this game plan. He he had he wants you to be conservative and all this kind of stuff. And then you fall behind, and then he lets you go. And then what are LSU people come? Oh, it's Mike Dembrock's fault. Here we go. Here we go. It's mm-hmm. never Brian Kelly's fault. Yep. I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him. I, this is who I, he is. I, I stayed off of Twitter is. too, Brian. All I know is, did you see Dylan Gibbons tweet? Oh my last God, night? no fake accents in this locker room. Oh my Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Dylan Gibbons. Oh you man, human I, I, I haven't you. watched. I haven't watched his film yet at Florida State, but I'm going to give him a first round grade just because of yeah, that. Because right of that. <laughs> just because of that. That troll. And, and and he does some wonderful stuff with his NIL. Some wonderful help the community stuff with his NIL, which I absolutely love that kid for that. But yes, it was a uh, wonderful troll job. And look, I mean, LSU, I mean, we could have a conversation about who was the more talented team on the field last night. I, I, I don't, I didn't, outside of Jared verse, do you, do you see a lot of first round draft picks for Florida state? I saw several first round talents for, for LSU though. So you can't give me the whole, Oh, it's, they didn't have talent Florida state y'all. They went five and seven last year. You know, like, come on now. You you mentioned it earlier, Brian, but I mean, Keyshawn Boutte was visible most of the night. It wasn't because of Keyshawn Boutte that he was (laughs) visible most of the night, if we're being honest. I mean, that kid's a great football player. I'm very curious if if the last night was the last night he's ever going to play. I mean, he deleted everything off of his Twitter, apparently, (laughs) so we'll see. His Instagram, he completely scrubbed the LSU stuff. Could you imagine if that happened? I mean, this is speculation, but they gave him the number seven jersey, too, right? Like, that means something at LSU. Could you imagine if he was just like, nah, I'm good. I'm all right after that. I'm good. um, Kind of like something you'd expect to see from a program that's a dumpster fire, don't you think? Like, to have something like that happen, you know? I'm just, like, hypothetically, you know, something that you might think – Brian. You know, that kind of thing. So, Brian, they're, they're not a dumpster fire. Sure. You just need to give LSU 12 sure. years. We'll sure. see what happens. All right. Just give yeah. him 12. Give him 12 years and he'll become the school's all time winningest coach there, too. Because they, they might need to give him a two year extension at some point. And then yeah. we'll, get, we'll get to 12. This is, we'll this is how bad it is. He got out coached by a guy that thought it was a good idea to throw a toss on the one yard <laughs> line. And then when he had a situation where LSU, because of the review, had to immediately snap the ball in a frenzy. Mike Norvell took that away from his defense and decided right. to call a timeout. Right. And and went prevent defense yes. with a minute 26 and two timeouts left on yes. the other team. Yes. I mean, it was yes. just like you're giving him a touchdown there. And that's the coach you lost to. That's right. That's the coach you lost to. That's right. A guy that, that has a Jacksonville State loss on his on his resume. Yeah, you know, right, I'm, I mean, I'm su- I'm surprised you didn't do a uh, a show last night after the game. Surprised. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. Did you reach out to your guy to come back on the show? Yeah, I don't think he's gonna have me back on the show now. <laughs> <laughs> He took he took the L during the show and then ran to Twitter to 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 then you know then get his uh his tough juice going out on Twitter. But no, I uh I we should, start a, we should start a uh, Twitter petition. Yeah to get B Driss back on yeah. the show, guys. Let's go to the far, far better things to do Let's with my time than go on those L- to get B Driscoll back on the show just to see <laughs> what he says. Oh, good for you. 
good for I wanted you. To bring, I wanted to bring this up, too, because Ty- Tyler Binge said that he wanted to – Brian, that you have to give some props to Drake Bowen's mm-hmm. twi- uh, troll job last night as Did well. Did you see too, what Drake so. tweeted? I, I saw it briefly, yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, I, woke up, I woke up to that one. Yeah, yeah. that was wonderful. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. Ryan, Ryan went to bed a little bit early last night. Yeah, man. So yeah, let oh, me yeah. let me let me find the actual tweet by Drake because it was it was savage. It was absolutely savage. I just absolutely loved it. He tweeted. Uh, I just want to say it specifically because it was phenomenal. Is it still? Did he take it down? I wonder if they made ask him to take it down. Oh, really? That's sad. yeah. Let me see here. Maybe it's on the other one. Let me see here. Oh, here we go. So. Let me just, I'm going to share it so y'all can see it because this is just wonderful. I just, I just thought this was great by Drake. So he said, you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little small, but we, I can read it. Can't wait wait to get to Notre Dame where we have resources to win. Hashtag Freeman era. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the first person that tags him is someone. Man, he got over 3,000 yeah. likes for that one. Too. Can't wait to get to Notre Dame where we have the resources to win. I just I just, I just loved it. I just absolutely loved it. And he said it around 10.58. It was before the game was over. Yeah. It was when Florida State had taken a big lead. And props to Florida State, though, last night in all seriousness, though. I'll, I'll say something about this. And this is I'm taking shots at, 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 uh, at, at Brian Kelly, and I'm having fun with that. But in all seriousness – Florida State last night, fellas, had multiple opportunities to f- fold in that game. And look, there yeah. was some bad play calling or some bad, de- you know, the toss was a bad decision. The going prevent, you know, with the minute 26 and the other team having two timeouts was a horrible decision. You know, but but Mike Norvell's team was ready to play physically last night. They battled, they came out quick. And LSU a couple times. Oh, by the way, we also forgot to get the whole you can't finish off a drive. You take that what early drive down and you have to settle for field goals. It's another conversation. Mm-hmm. But to when when LSU scored to go make it 17-10 you kind of like uh-oh like you've been letting this team hang around the whole game and then to see Florida State kind of go down and then answer right back and then LSU goes down and scores again and then Florida State marches it oh I, we we forgot to mention that Florida State benefited from being able to start at the 40 because a LSU kid hit a Florida State kid in the head and got a 15-yard penalty you know when you're trying to get a stop and get the ball back and tie it then Florida State goes down and, and, and responded again and props them. Now, again, the dumb play call. But then the other thing, too, is how many times have we seen kids just not even try on a blocked extra point? Just like, you know, that is what it is. Extra points go to overtime. No, but they didn't. They went after it. And so that's the thing that I, I – that's what you've been wanting to see from Florida State, right, guys? It's 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 never been a talent problem with Florida State. It's always been a culture problem. Yeah. And last night we saw kids that went into LSU's backyard – and said, "No, we are Florida State. We are from the Panhandle. This is our this is our city now." And and every time LSU tried to answer, Florida State answered right back, fellas. And so I gained a lot of respect for how well Mike Norvell had his team ready to play last night. They were not. They did not have some. They 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 made some poor coaching decisions last night. But those Florida State kids stepped up and played hard and and did what they needed to do. And man, I got to tell you guys, it was. It was it was good to see because we've said this before. I, I want to see Florida State good again. I want to see Florida good again. I want to see Miami good again. It's good for Notre Dame if those teams are good because then they start taking players away from LSU and Bama and Georgia. 
and teams like that. So it's good for those guys to be good. But, yes, I props to Florida State. Now, here's the question, guys, as as we talk about this. I'm going to let you guys go after this. You can get back to what you're going to do, and I appreciate you. Ryan was like, we're going to talk about it for a couple minutes. Like, no, no, no. We'll talk about it for a long time. I really want to see what they do now because they have a bye week, and then they head on the road to Louisville. Louisville got smashed this weekend by Syracuse. Smashed. I don't know if you all saw that. 31-7 they lost to Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Then they're then Florida State's at home against BC. We saw what happened with BC to Rutgers. I feel bad for Phil and Garwo and Zay Flowers and George Tackers who balled out because that offensive line is horrible. Mm-hmm. But they get BC at home and then they get Wake Forest at home. We could look at a situation if Florida State handles this correctly, where they go in October five and zero, fellas, and ranked. Yeah. Right. And then we get to hear the, well, Florida State's better than you. We thought they were excuses for LSU fans. <laughs> but in all seriousness, this is big. This was big for Mike Norvell if he's going to look to rebuild his program. They've needed yeah. a, right, Sean? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. They've needed a signature win to really get them to believe that, hey, we are Florida State. And I don't care. It's like what we said about when Notre Dame beat LSU in the bowl games. Guys, I don't care what their record is, it's still LSU. It's still a game that's going to give you confidence in yourself as a program. And if they can build on it, and they've got a bye week to kind of rest up and build on it before they head to Louisville, if they can build on it, man, you could see Florida State start taking those big, big steps back, which then makes the ACC a lot. If, if Florida State's good and Miami's good, the ACC all of a sudden becomes formidable because you know Clemson's still going to be good. So, uh, And they both look good this weekend. Nothing better for your confidence than actually doing it, right? Right. And that's what they say. There's nothing better for your confidence than actually doing it. So you talk about Mike Norvell and his ability to get that signature win. You know, players, coaches, they both want to get better and they need to get better, right? Marcus Freeman is going to become a better coach when he gets his signature win. Right. Like if he beats Clemson, he's going to become a better coach that day. Right. And he's going to be a better coach going into USC into the next season. So it's about doing it. When you get the opportunity, you do it. Then you know you can do it the next time, and you yep. get better, and you keep going to the next level. So he got he had a signature win last night. For that to be pretty much – that was a road game. I don't care anybody says yeah. it. That was a road game. Yes, take, it's in New take, Orleans. Absolutely. That's a road game. To take Florida State on the road and to win that game – Big time, big time. And they were close in multiple games last year mm-hmm. in the conference. Sean, that's what you and I talked about on that RTCF show when we were yeah. previewing the ACC was yeah. this was a different bad Florida State team yeah. record-wise, especially late in the year because you know they, they, were, they were more competitive last yeah. year. Three-point loss to Notre Dame, three-point loss to Jacksonville State, eight-point loss to Louisville, you know, three-point loss to Florida. Yeah, yeah. It it was situational football, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing? Like you tell your kids to play sixty minutes, or what is it in high school? Forty eight minutes. Forty eight, yeah. Forty eight mm-hmm. minutes. Like play a full game, but it, most football games against good teams come down to like three to five plays. Mm-hmm. Like play the full sixty, play the full forty eight, but these five plays are going to be the most important plays that decide the game. And, you know, the teams and the players and the coaches that can do the best job in those plays usually win the game. 
So yeah. unfortunately, LSU is going to have to get used to being on the other side of being the uh, the team and the coach that does not get the job done in those three to five plays. Yep. Yep. Well, guys, I'm going to let you get back to your breakdown. I appreciate you allowing me to join your show uh, and uh, and kind of have some fun, uh, have some fun making fun. So I, I really I really appreciate that. That was that was enjoyable. So, yes, um, I did want to thank Wade Garrett, too, guys, here real quick before you move on. Uh, Wade Garrett, thank you for the soup chest and owning up on my my lost bet. No 41 to 40 victory on to the next game. Have a great Labor Day, everyone. Yes. Very much. Everybody have a great, great Labor Day. Sean, Ryan, keep doing a great job. You guys are killing the show today. Thank you all so much for letting me be a part of it. See you guys later. Thank you, Brian. All right, well, Sean, let's move on to a different game. Spent a lot of time on that one, obviously. So let's go to this one was a game that if you looked at our weekly predictions that we do here at Irish Breakdown, I none of us thought this game was going to be very close, but it was even a more of a lopsided affair than I think most of us thought. And that was the Georgia game. <laughs> Take it all. Number three, Georgia, which I don't know if you, if you agree with this, Sean, but we've talked about this a ton. I, I still would have had Georgia as the number one team going into the year, just because they're the defending national champions, you know, like I, I, that's just my opinion, but so they are number three in the country. They took on Oregon. who's was number 11. And I mean, Sean, this game wasn't even close, man. Like 49 to set 49 to three. But if you watch the game, it was even worse than that, man. Like, this was a terrible, terrible game. Georgia, first and foremost, we, we talk about the difference between rebuilding and reloading. Georgia reloaded. <laughs> they got some dudes, man. Like, you lost you lost Zamir White and James Cook off that team at running back, and you brought in Kenny McIntosh and Kendall Milton. Yeah. Like, that's your guys. Kenny, Kenny McIntosh had nine catches for over 100 yards as a running back yesterday. Running back. Yeah. Or on Saturday, I should say. Yeah. And Setson Bennett played a great football game. And this defense, again, Sean, I mean, like, again, they lost a lot off of that defense. Talked about that a ton. But who is this freshman corner that they had, man, that had that sick interception? I'm just like, what the? I mean, I know who he is because he was like a five-star kid. So I'm not like, oh, my God, who's that kid? Never heard of him. But it's still like he comes in and he's just ready to play. You know, like he's just that dude already. So he looks like he's the going to be the next big thing type of thing. But man, George is good, Sean. I mean, they're good, man. Uh, give give hats off to Kirby Smart here. Won the championship, and there were some questions of like if there would be any type of setback or you know what a t- step back, I should say. I don't think there's going to be. I think they're going to be a very good football team. I think they're going to defend for a playoff berth. That they're they're again going to be a very good football team, in my opinion. Look, I don't know if anyone has seen the video that went viral late Friday. Kirby Smart was talking to his team mm-hmm. last week, and he was telling them that we will not be the hunted in college football. We are the hunters, and we're going to continue to hunt. And the speech was like maybe a, min- a minute and a half, but it was like, yo, that's pretty good stuff. <laughs> if, I were, if I was one of his players right now, I would be ready to go to war. And it's like, I watched the game and I said, yo, I have to remember remember to ask Ryan this question. Because I saw the clip that you retweeted, the Jalen uh-huh. Carter tweet. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. that clip. I was uh-huh. like, oh, my God. Why did you play <laughs> the guard like that? Like, what, like, what is going on? Like, you know who they lost inside last year to the NFL. And you replaced those two with this kid? It's like, Dude. okay. What? 
I'll he, say this, Sean. He was the best defensive lineman on that team last year, in my opinion. But now dude. you're just like, he's got the full yeah. spotlight on him, man. He is just, Jalen Carter is a dumb football player, man. Yeah. And I mean, dumb is in like, not fair, not actual yes. IQ dumb. Like he is just a, he's, Sean, honestly, and people are, are going to be like, whoa, chill out, man. He reminds me of Warren Sapp, man. Like he does. Like he looks like him. He plays like him. It is insane. I'm not saying he's going to be Warren Sapp, a future hall, like a Hall of Fame football player. But what I'm telling you is, is that kid is a freaky athlete for his stature and his size, man. Like he yeah. is. He's so good. And then the Starks kid again. I said a, a corner. Like yeesh, man. It, oh God. I, I I the interception he made was just crazy. Just yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. And I mean the the first throw. The interception that he had down the sideline, it wasn't even, it wasn't even a like, it, it wasn't even a terrible throw. I mean, like it was a it was a questionable decision, but it wasn't a terrible throw. That kid made that interception. It was just like, man, what are we doing, man? Like that is insane. I, I uh, just nuts, absolutely nuts. Georgia once again after losing three linebackers after losing the first overall pick after losing two other defensive linemen that went in the first round after losing a safety that went in the first round after losing a cornerback that got drafted to the NFL and Darian Kendrick, they are still very good. So, uh, and yes, I, I would like to say this, Shout say that McConkey, man. Lad McConkey. Is that right, man? Shout out. Player. Shout out to him putting on a show Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah, man. In in a in a, a wide receiver group, the, the Mitchell kids really talented. Like there's yeah. some some guys yeah. in that wide receiver. You, yeah. Lad McConkey is a good football player, man. Yeah. Like, he's a good good football player. So they were they have reloaded. They're good. And the last point, and me and Brian talked about this, and we were on the opposite end of the fence on this one, Sean. But Bo Nix continues to be Bo Nix, man. He stinks. I don't care what anybody tells me. I'm sorry. I know that's really mean. Whatever. Kid's bad, man. It's just not. Yes. It's not good. He's not good. Uh, he's yes. he's uh, got a strong arm. He's a good athlete, but he's, he's not a good quarterback. Like that's just all it comes down to, man. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, the, the first interception again, I'll give him a pass on that one. The second interception though, where he didn't even read underneath coverage, I'm like, dude, you're just not good. You're just not good. And and coaches continue to have faith in him. I uh, don't. I don't know why. His father must have some great connections. Patrick must have some great connections because there's no way you watched him to Auburn and felt like, you know what, that's the kid that's going to get us over the hump, right? And I think Brown was a better quarterback. I, I would have been comfortable having a – Ryan, I don't know how you won the quarterback com- competition. I don't. I just don't. I just don't. There's no well, way. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you how he won the quarterback competition, Sean, is uh, you know when he was – Making the transfer, there was probably a, a uh, promise that was made. If we're being completely honest okay. with you, because okay. I mean, I I, I just I, like I, I'm not trying to rip Onyx too much, man. But I don't understand why you don't just give Ty Thompson the job. He's Absolutely. younger, like see Absolutely. what he got type of thing. Like you know what Bo Nix is at this point. You just know and what he is. And you're, you're at the beginning in the genesis of your program. If you're landing, just do okay. it. Make yeah. the move. Make the move. <sighs> Yeah, man, it was uh wasn't great. wasn't great. Don't want to spend too much time on that praising Georgia because we know that they're a very good football team. Also, Clemson's playing tonight against Georgia Tech. I believe the game starts at eight o'clock. It'll be on ESPN if anybody wants to check that game out. 
We, uh, Sean, I guess we should talk about North Carolina and that uh, that crazy affair against Appalachian State, man. What the? All right, so final score: North Carolina wins sixty-three to sixty-one. I'll tell you this: the quarterback's good for North Carolina. I like him; he's a good football player. But they gave up, Sean. You know how many points North Carolina gave up in the fourth quarter? Did you hear this? Yes. Yeah, we kind of talked about this, you know, on the post-game show. It was crazy. They gave up 40 points in the fourth quarter. I thought Jay Bateman wasn't the wasn't the defense coordinator anymore for North Carolina, man. But apparently they're still they're still making a little bit of a transition here right now. Yeah. That was I mean, just generally speaking though, Sean, that's that's one of those games that is like hilarious, but also why you love college football, because like stuff like that happens, you know, where you're just like that they really just gave up 40 points in the fourth quarter to make this a football game. They still won. But it's like 63 to 61 against App State. Like, who would have ever predicted that to happen, man? Like, that was a bizarre and fun football game. It was fun, but it was it was bizarre. It and was App State should have won. Should have. The yes. two-point play they ran was beautiful. Yes. Absolutely beautiful. And shout out to Chase Bryce. Chase Bryce, yeah. Yeah. He's playing really played really well for App State. You know, you know, Clemson transferred to Duke. We saw him face Notre Dame when he's quarterback at the Duke. At Duke, he looked pretty decent, and now he gets to App State. Played a really good game against North Carolina. The May kid, you said you liked him last week. He continues to impress. We see he's got why strong, he, strong arm, talented thrower, Drake yeah. May. Yep. You see yep. why he won the quarterback competition, but oh, that defense! Whew. That North Carolina defense might be worse than it was last year, and that's saying a lot. And I know it's early. And I know they're really young in the front seven. But from what we've seen the first two weeks, I don't feel, you know, I know Notre Dame fans are asking about the team. Look, the month of September with Cal, Marshall, and North Carolina, there is no excuse for Tommy Reese and his offense not to put up 40 points every game. No excuse. Not with the defenses that are coming in. It's absolutely no, no excuse not to average 40 points. It won't mean anything. It won't mean a darn thing. But there's no reason why this Notre Dame offense shouldn't put up, put up 40 points a game in the next three weeks. Like, that should be written in stone. We're yeah. scoring 40. How much are we going to give up defensively? And that's going to be the final score. Like, take it to the bank. That, that's the way we should feel. Whether or not it happens that way, hey, because there's a lot to do from an execu- execution standpoint for this team. Offensively mm-hmm. moving forward, but my man, I look the defensive call on the last App State drive. I don't know who was worse, Florida State having Jaden Daniels pinned at the four yard line with an, over a minute left, and the way they play defense, or App State getting the ball with about thirty two seconds left and driving. I don't know who's worse. That Florida State defense or the North Carolina defense? It probably is the North Carolina defense because it was that was way too easy. That was like a prevent of a prevent defense. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. 
Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Sean, that, 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 that last touchdown by App State, like, I'm pretty sure, wasn't that just like an inside post? Like, what was, was that, man? It was, it was all it was, right? Yeah, it I was just like, like okay. a great route. It no. was just kind of like, I'm going to be here. And then what were the safeties doing? I don't know, man. I don't if you know. had time to see the ball and break on the ball, you're playing deep to prevent that play. Yeah. 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 I, I, Sean, I watched that game. I watched the end of that game and I was just like, I, 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 as a defensive guy, I had no idea what was happening in my life. Like I was just like, dude, this is some, this is a, just bad football. <laughs> I mean, like defensively, bad right. football. There's some good offense mixed in on both sides because that's why they scored all those points. But I'll say, I'll tell you this: App State's gonna be a tough little team in in uh, in uh, they're they're in uh, this is are they Sun Belt? They're Sun Belt, right? Yeah. I, I think if I remember correctly. So yeah. they're gonna be a tough team, man. I mean, Chase Bryce played a pretty good football game for the most yeah. part. He did. Cam- Cameron Peoples and uh, Nathaniel Noel at running back are good football players. Their defense has some guys too, even though, I mean, North Carolina is just a different caliber, right? Comparative to their defense, but they're going to be a tough little out in their conference, man. So keep an eye on them. Sean, I, I think uh, I'm going to feel bad right now. I, Brian mentioned this one already, so we're not going to spend too much time on it. But man, I felt bad for Phil Dracovic and I felt bad for Zay Flowers and I felt bad for George Takis, man. I did. Look, I, I'm a New Jersey guy, so it was like cool to see Rutgers pull out this this come from behind victory against Boston College. But Rutgers is not a very good football team. No, yeah. they're they're not. They're just not. I mean, they just lost a couple NFL players from their offense last year, and they were able to beat Boston College 22 to 21. Phil had his moments, man. 283 yards passing, three touchdowns. He threw a couple interceptions, but he had some really nice moments. Zay Flowers is a baller, man. Ten yes. catches, a buck, 17, two touchdowns. His one touchdown the like a back shoulder had to kind of like change, you know, change his body positioning. And it, he's a really, really good football player. That offensive line, Sean, is a problem, man. It's a problem. And I, I know we knew it was going to be a problem, right? Because, because they lost four starting offensive linemen. And then they had Christian Mahogany coming back, who's a good guard. And then Christian Mahogany also got hurt before the season too. So they are down to the five new offensive linemen. And maybe it'll get better, Sean, but like mm-hmm. – it was bad, man. It was really bad. I mean, it was it just no no time for Phil, and they could have picked them apart all day. And there was just some moments of of lack as far as, and they weren't able to run the football. Garwa was not able to get it going on the ground. Boston College's offensive line is a problem, and we're talking about this game specifically mm-hmm. because this is pertinent to Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame will be seeing Boston College at this point, and right now you got to feel good right now about the matchup against their offensive line. But obviously, things could change down the line. Totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. That, I, look, I think Phil had a couple of throws in that first interception. It was like, Phil, yeah. come on, man. 
Like, come on, you, Phil. You can't. Come on, Phil. But this is – I don't like seeing uh, – I think Deshaun Watson, he wins the championship. Mm-hmm. No, he loses in the championship. He comes back the next year. He wins the championship. But he had to do so much because the offensive line wasn't as good. And he was getting hit a lot. And he was throwing the ball a lot. He had a game that year, I think he had like 75 attempts. That's insane. Who throws the ball 75 times? And I think he had five touchdowns and two interceptions that people were really like, oh, those two interceptions, you know, you got to take care of the ball. Like, he threw the ball 75 times. Like, right, right. And the effect that the offensive line had on him in that mm-hmm. season, I worry about. Phil Jacoby's overall development being mm-hmm. impacted, right? Like, Phil might not be on the same level as C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, but Phil can be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. He can be an NFL quarterback. He's talented just, enough. Talented yeah, I just don't want him going, his development to be stunted because the offensive line is really that bad to where we see him – forcing balls all year, trying to do too much, uh, throwing off his back leg because he's not getting protection and he's having to rush in his reads and that type of stuff. I, I just hope it doesn't hinder, you know, his next step as he matriculates to the NFL. Yeah, it's uh, – let, let's hope, man. I mean, just for the sake of the kid, like, it's, yeah. yeah, not great, yeah. not great. Yeah. A couple other ACC games that are pertinent to Notre Dame. Syracuse beat Louisville 31 to 7. Louisville's bad, man. They're bad. But Syracuse looked pretty good. Garrett Schrader actually threw the ball pretty well in that football game. 237 yards, two touchdowns. Sean Tucker's a good football player at running back. You also get to see a little bit of Duke, Sean, where um, even though Notre Dame is not playing Duke, I wanted to bring this one up because Mike Elko got a win in his first game. 30 to nothing over Temple, and Temple's also very bad, by the way. But they had a – I don't know if you watched this game at all, but I watched it a little bit. The quarterback for Duke's all right, man. This Riley Leonard kid. I didn't know anything about him, but 328 yards passing, two touchdowns, also yeah. ran for 64 yards. Pretty talented kid. Um, but, yeah, just kind of wanted to engine those couple quick because, again, the, Notre Dame will see a, a couple of these football teams, obviously with the heavy ACC influence in the schedule. Mm-hmm. Did you see NC State almost get upset by East Carolina? They I, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for you to talk to me. I'm yeah, waiting man. for you to talk to me because I, I tried to tell – I know you guys are high on Devin Leary, so that's yeah. not the problem. I never had a question about Devin Leary. That, that was yeah. never my question. It was just everything around him and the head coach. Not a Dorn fan? No, no. (laughs) He almost gave the game away. He He did almost give the game away. He almost gave the game away. And shout out to them to be tough enough to come up with the victory. The schedule is favorable for them. And they should be a 10-win team this year. Mm -hmm. They should be a 10-win team this year. I was just worried about Devin Leary having to do too much. Yeah. You know? And having youngsters around them and seeing how they would develop, and you know, if they can go unscathed until up until the point where the young players around them get more comfortable and can be a better support, mm-hmm. then I think NC State can make a run, kind of like Pittsburgh did last year. 
And shout out, that was a great game. Now, you want to talk about a great game. That backyard brawl. Oh. Friday night. I would just like to say, Sean, before, before uh, I think on our mail, well, the preview show that we did on Friday last week, pretty sure I was the only one in the predictions that, well, actually, you may have picked. Did you pick Pittsburgh in that? Yeah, I did. Okay, so we picked. We picked Pittsburgh. Brian yeah. and Vince both picked West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's be serious yeah. here. But, yes, it, it was a really good football game, man. It I was. mean, JT Daniels was up and down a little bit. Keaton Slovis was up and down a little bit. But Slovis, I thought, looked pretty good when it mattered most. And, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good football game. One game that was not a good football game, speaking of Notre Dame opponents, USC had a really tough game first first week of the season, Sean. They, got, they had to play Rice, man. It was a really tough football game, you know? 66 oh, to 14, man. USC uh, took them down. Caleb Williams was 19 of 22 for 249 yards and two touchdowns. So, uh, USC, they're, man, they're the real deal, man. Big, big first game against uh, against Rice, man. Really tough football game. So, we'll see. But uh, either way, that's working through a, a few of the games. Uh, any other games, Sean, that you want to mention before we hop off here? Was there any of the ones that, that you caught or that you feel like we should mention here? Oh, I have to. You All right. You were right. Okay. Look, man. The referees took the game from Illinois. That was a touchdown. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Uh huh. But at some point, enough is enough. And I know the DNA and identity of that Illinois defense which mm-hmm. was good once again, was really good once again. Your guy working school was good once again. Dude, all that hit he had, oh, man. Oh! <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, go on Twitter to search Devin Witherspoon, Witherspoon D-E-V-O-N Witherspoon. He rocked this dude on a screen. But, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> but that darn Tommy DeVito, man, is going to be the death of me this year. Just simple plays. Just make the simple plays. Just make mm-hmm. the simple throws. You don't have to be spectacular. Just make the simple plays. The game should have never been that close. It should have never been that close. Yeah. The defense had them shut down. Anytime you give a team at home a chance to win the game with a drive at the end of the game, you're putting yourself in danger. Mm-hmm. And all the effort that the Illinois defense made, to be dominant once again goes out of the window. It's just, man, look, yeah. It was a great weekend of college football, though. It really was. It, it was. Really was. It and, was. Uh, so, so, by the way, Bryce Young. Yeah, uh, yeah he's, he's he's a good player, man. Good player. Good. <laughs> he's pretty good. And, player. If, after the concerns over how how much he can run the football, he ran for a hundred yards and yeah. five carries. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 So, someone just mentioned Kirk Ferentz, so I want to mention this one. Did you see Kirk Ferentz, Sean? Did you see the Iowa game? Did you see it? Look, Find man, chance. <laughs> I, we've, I've been arguing with Big Ten fans all week. Yeah. When they're trying to tell me how great the Big Ten conference is. Like, dude, the, SEC, the, the, AC, the Big Ten West is a joke. Yeah, man. Now, I mean, the Big Big Ten in general, after Ohio, Ohio State's a really good football team. They can contend for a national championship, I think. Michigan's a good football team. After that, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's the third best team. I, I don't know. What else? I don't... Well, the best three teams might literally, well, no, the top four teams might all be in the Big Ten East. Mm-hmm. 
It might be Penn State and Michigan State after the top two. Like, literally. Man, it's just uh, – Penn it's State's bad. not very good. I, I'm, I, Penn State does not do anything for me, man. They do not no. move me. No. I put up Blaine's on here because if you did not watch the Iowa 7-3 to win over South Dakota State, which, by the way, South Dakota State's got some boys, if we're being yeah. completely honest, man. I really enjoyed – Garrett Greenfield's a good player at left tackle. The Yankee twins at wide receiver. Tucker Kraft got hurt during the game, but he's one of the best tight ends in all of college football, regardless of level. But Iowa won seven to three, and that seven was not due to a touchdown. Like Blaine says here, they had a field goal and two safeties in that game. Jack Campbell's a dude for Iowa, the linebacker. He's a very good football player. But yeah, man, that was that was tough to watch, man. And again, I'm a defensive guy, but I I watched that man. And I'm like, this is painful. It's painful for me to watch. I'm not sure I like this. I'm not sure I like it. I I, I really didn't like it that much. It was just, man. oh man. I sat was... there and shook my head and said, you know what? Illinois might not be that far from the top of the Big Ten West. <laughs> Brett Bielema might not be that far away. Hey man, if if I if Illinois wins off of playing defense and running the football, they may have a shot. You're not wrong. Chase Brown's a baller, and you yeah. got some guys on defense, man. You got some yeah. guys. You got yeah. Some guys. The Barnes kid's pretty good. Sidney Brown, the the safety's a good football player. Devin Witherspoon, I think, is a baller. Yeah. So yeah, you got some guys, man. There's guys, but and I understand. We'll Sometimes we question why kids enter the transfer portal mm-hmm. after watching what Charlie Jones was able to do for Purdue in Week One. Oh man, Charlie, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I understand why you left Iowa. I get it. Sean, he had 21 career. He had 21 career catches for the Hawkeyes, and he had 10 or 11 in the first game. What part? Oh man, I don't. I don't want to kill the kid too much because I actually know his quarterback coach, a really good friend of mine, actually. But the quarterback for Iowa is not it, man. He's just not it. He's he's not. I'm sorry. He's just not a very good Spencer Petras. He's just not a very oh, good player. Man. And but, like you uh, say, you keep waiting. Yeah, to turn the corner. And it's like, oh man! Speaking of turning the corner, what did you uh, what did you think about Sean Clifford? Uh, I don't start with me as Sean Clifford. He's been, <laughs> he's been banned. He's been banned for four years. What do you want me to say? But hey, he played his best football when it mattered most on Saturday, yeah. right? So like, yeah, cool. But like, also. 98% of him is not good. <laughs> We're being completely honest, man. Like, I would love to see Penn State with a good quarterback because I think they have – I don't think it's a lot. I think it's pretty good. Parker yeah. Washington's a good football player. The tight end, Bretton Strange, had a ni- had really nice catch. Yeah. Bro- broke a couple tackles. He's a good football player. Like, yeah. they have some guys, man. Nicholas Singleton, freshman running back. I mean, they, they, they have some guys. They do. But just – Sean Clifford is not a great quarterback. He's just not. He's a good, solid college quarterback, but he doesn't elevate anybody. He's just no. he's just as good as the surroundings, which – but Penn State, I think, has just been a very inconsistent team, Sean, because yeah. I think there's talent. I do think there's talent. Defensively, there's always talent at Penn State. It always is, and there yeah. still is. But they didn't look that great in that game defensively, if I'm being yeah. really honest. Like, Purdue – I mean, Purdue threw the ball around the yard a little bit on them. They did. They did. So, yeah. I know someone just said Drew Aller is pretty good. I think it was Michael that just said that. Michael, I, I think Drew Aller is going to be very good down the line. But, I mean, even in that game, man, like he missed a couple wild throws, right? Like yeah. Yeah. he needs time, I think. I think he's going to be good. I don't – I just – I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, you just play Drew Aller over Sean Clifford. I don't know if I agree with that right now. I don't – just because Sean no, Clifford I mean, just 
he's Sean Clifford is probably entrenched as a leader. Yes. You know, six year guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's not that that's not so easy. I agree with you there, double R. You just don't take someone that's the leader of your program that guys look up to and just take a freshman and say, here, you know, fill those shoes. Even though he might be a better thrower of the ball and a better overall quarterback. Yeah. No. You know, look. More more talented for sure. Absolutely. He threw one ball, Sean. I'm just like, yep, that's an NFL arm. Like, what do you want me to say about it, man? Like, that kid has NFL-level arm strength right now, like plus arm strength in the NFL. But he's a true freshman, right? Like, I mean – and there was a reason that he wasn't a he was a late riser in the recruiting process. Like mm-hmm. he's he's got some warts from an accuracy perspective. Like he does. I mean, I think he'll be good though. But right now, I I I would not bench I would not bench Clifford for him right now. No. I think that I, I think that Aller is definitely the future. And I mean, he's the backup, so he might not be able to redshirt him this year. But like, he's probably not a he's not a five year player anyway. If we're being honest, like he's not. He's yeah. gonna be a three to four year player. Probably an NFL type of kid, most likely. But right now, I don't know if you want to push him in because you just won a football game, right? I think you're going to win some football games. So I think if you were going to make a switch, this was a before the season switch and just roll with Aller. But the fact that Sean Clifford's a six year guy, entrenched, won some football games, I think you just stick with Drew Aller. So, Sean, that's going to end this conversation about a little bit around the horn of college football, but we're not done. We're going to give you guys a mailbag as well. So, Make sure, before we do, transition to the mailbag. Like, subscribe to this podcast. Hit that notification bell because there's going to be a lot of stuff coming up. We're going to start breaking down Marshall tomorrow on the show. So make sure that you get everything locked here on irishbreakdown.com. So five-star reviews, if you're listening on the podcast platform, would also be incredibly appreciated. So start sending in your, your questions in the chat. I've starred 20 already, so we got a ton of questions to this point. And we're going to move over to the mailbag. Mark Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.